What's happening? Hello, everybody, and uh, welcome to Modern Survival, the podcast about survivalism in a modern day world. Hell yeah. <coughs> hell yeah. Hell, hell, hell to the yeah. Hell no to the no. No. Bringing it down. If you hear depression in my voice, it's because my football team lost yesterday. Oh, boo freaking yeah, We're here to talk survival. We don't care about football right now. <laughs> football! <laughs> Anyways, so, what, uh, what's, what's, what's on the agenda today, Germs? Uh, today's agenda, my good sir Eric, is bug out bags. One of my favorites. Yes. Bug I got out really bags. close to the microphone. Could you tell? I could. You got. Yeah. You were really deep in your voice. No. <laughs> Great. <Yeah>. Anyways. <laughs> All right. So bug out bags. Yes, uh, this is actually the first thing you and me, like when we first met, like we met before, but when we like first hung out, like, you know, one-on-one, this is like, this was our whole conversation. Oh yeah. Bug out we bags. Just, we talked for hours about this cause I just started getting into it. Yep. You know, I, I, I subscribed to, uh, to battle box. I've heard Which, good things about that. It was it was awesome while I was subscribed. It was but like eventually like I just had enough stuff that I stopped subscribing because I I just I have too much stuff. I think the best thing I saw out of that entire battle box if I remember correctly was that breakdown bow. Yeah, I di- I didn't get that one. You didn't get that ve- from battle box? Oh, you oh you're talking about my breakdown bow. Yeah. Oh no, I didn't get it from from BattleBox. Oh, for for those of you uh, out there that obviously don't know, I have a bow that breaks down into this like little itty bitty thing. That thing is and the shit. I want one it, of those. Yeah, it's so cool. It's it's just you can it's it's like in like a it's about the size of a keyboard. It breaks down into and it has a little box and the bow and the arrows break down too, and you can just put it in there. But uh, it's a it's a very very useful thing. It yeah, damn right. It comes in handy in a pinch. It's lightweight. I mean, the breakdown aspect of it is huge because you're not carrying around this big bulky bow. Which I mean, bows technically aren't bulky, but they're they are kind of cumbersome when you're trying to travel across land. Yeah, they they are certainly light. But yeah. Like but like yeah, it's definitely something that. I don't know if you've ever had uh, a bow on your back Robin Hood style. It's a pain in the ass. It it sucks. It, it is it horrible. Does, it is friggin' miserable. I don't recommend it. If you can break it down or if you carry it by hand, that's totally different. That, but that is having it across your back is. sucks. Yeah, absolutely. But anyways, we are not talking about bows today, but no. maybe that's an idea for a future episode. Well, that could go into a bug out bag. Because it could go into a bug out bag. Yes. So, bug out bags. Yes. What are they? Well, bug out bags. Bobs. Bobs. They are bags that are loaded with gear in case you have to get out of a situation that arises. In some aspects, that would be weather, uh, terrorist attacks. And I only bring those two up because the weather, especially with the hurricanes that have been going on down in Florida and south carolina and everywhere else uh terrorist attacks because we've had those happen within this country over the last years um power outages your car breaks down that kind of stuff that would be more like your everyday carry so what do you have in your bug out bag this is where it kind of gets dependent on you and with a bug out bag and again, it depends on the situation. Some bug out bags are built for 36 to 72 hours. So that's obviously a lot longer than your everyday carry, which might be like a 24-hour bag. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But uh, let's see. From the magazine Off Grid, and I've had this magazine for a while. This is summer 2013, so bear with me. But some of the gear that you might find in your standard 36 to 72 hour bag, you'd have some food, water, a means to filter your water, uh, flashlights, some duct tape, first aid kit, uh, obviously your information as far as like 
personal information, but that would be on your person, and some sort of shelter. And this is where those Mylar bags, uh, like those Mylar sleeping bags or Mylar tents that you can get at Walmart for like five, ten bucks. You just throw one of those in your bag and you're good to go. So those would be some of the, like the baseline items. You're going to want to have a knife, something to start a fire with, and maybe a change of clothes. I would definitely yeah, say a change of clothes. And I mean, all this like is definitely like it obviously it, it's it's dependent on the individual right but and also like, the climate that you're in too i mean that's i was just about to gotta, bring that up yeah you gotta think about that it's like what time of season is it i mean or or what type of like are you in uh, a desert are you like what what is like like you and me we live in basically some people would say this is like a forested area i think it's way more like marshlands uh, uh, well, uh, at least around around here, it's more marshland. Yeah, you're in the marshlands. I'm up in the mountains. Yeah. So I have a lot more woods around me, but we're also again we're going into the colder months. I mean, we're in fall now. Yeah. We're so, about to go into winter, which winter is always coming for us. It's like as yeah, soon as summer starts, it's like oh shit, we gotta prepare for winter. <laughs> and never yeah, and if ends. you if you don't like obviously like. Your bug out bag, if you, if you're gonna make one, I have three. That doesn't uh, surprise personally. me. Redundancy is, <laughs> well, hold on, you might laugh, but redundancy is one of those prepper things that is high on the list. You always have a backup for your backup for your backup. You got at least triplicates. So I I actually have three uh, in not as like a backup for a back. I actually have three, depending on like the situation. Okay. Like what one I one is like very much like into the woods like type of bug out bag, you know, you have uh your uh your um uh what are they called uh, the the striking rod uh you have uh you know like basically your fire starters. Yeah, yeah. But you know, like it's definitely meant for like being in like more like wetter climates. There's a lot of like um uh, there's like tarps and stuff like in there that like fold down into like the, you know very very tiny and like it it goes into like a much much bigger area, but then I also have like one for specifically like water, like if like I ever had to if like if there was a flood here mm -hmm. and I was like dealing with water like one of my bags has like an inflatable raft in it, uh, <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, for show, man. Oh god. And I do have one for like winter time. Yeah. For us I yeah. I definitely think having one for winter time is ideal. Yeah. And also consider this, okay? Your bug out bag you have three different bug out bags. One of those bags is probably going to be in your vehicle at all times. No, I have I have I have an EDC bag that I carry in my vehicle at all times. Well, your EDC can also be a part of your bug out system, and that's True. something to consider. Also, is like my everyday carry is a backpack. I I'm kind of weird, as I have a change of clothes in my backpack regardless. Cause that's just a good idea. You, I just never know when. Oh well, shit! Somebody needs help, or I fell in the water, or whatever. But, or are you just like, oh no, shit myself. Ah. I've I've had it happen. I oh know. God. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh no. Oh no. It's, oh, tighten that sphincter there, bro. Uh, well, it was what I was eating at the time. Yeah. Thai drink food. some of that. Oh. Drink some of that tart cherry juice that everybody's drinking now. That hey, new health fad. Hey, that tart cherry is a great kombucha, by the way. I, I'm not even gonna lie. I, I've been drinking the tart cherry juice, and it's awesome. It is. It's fantastic. Uh, so back to the bug out bag or yep. everyday carry. It's like with my everyday carry, I have a knife, I have fire starters, I have a couple of battery packs for my uh, cell phone, I have a solar panel, um, I have a means to carry water with me, so like a camel pack or uh, at least a quart size water bottle. Um, paper, something to write with. You know, I have one of those. I call it a cheesy little watch whistle, but um, it was given to me as a gift. It's a 
550 cord bracelet with a compass on it it's got a fire starter on it and it's got one of those emergency whistles mm-hmm. which by the way i would highly recommend having an emergency whistle uh regardless because if you get lost out in the woods whistles come in handy and they're gonna go just the audio signals are gonna go a lot further than just yelling exactly uh, so that's kind of what I have in my everyday carry, but with the bug out bag, I would have a food source. I'd have something to boil my water, uh, maybe an ax. I know that might sound a little crazy or a hatchet. Um, again, food, tarps, rope. I'd have 550 cord at least a couple of things of 550 cord, you know, yeah. but again, when you're looking at your bug out bags and you're looking at everything else, skill sets play a big part of it because yeah. what do you really need when you're going out into a bug out scenario? You need the things that will help you survive. Mm-hmm. Sk- Which is like definitely the biggest difference. I think, I, I mean, I think a lot of people heard bug out bags because bug out bags or Bob's Babs. Uh, have been, um, like they've they've had like TV shows about preppers and stuff like that. Yeah, they always mention the bug out bag. So, but there's like there's like several different types of bags, like depending on your like situation. But like we've been talking about EDC, yeah. which is everyday carry, and some people think like an EDC bag is supposed to be like a bug out bag, which is definitely like I mean it can be, uh, depending on like where you are. Like definitely yours germs is yep. gonna look a lot it looks a lot different than mine because i don't live in the forest right? yeah and you uh, also something to add is you're gonna want a good headlamp oh yeah definitely Dude, things, definitely have a headlamp in you'll any look of like your an, everyday or bug out bag scenario yeah you'll look like an idiot you will <laughs> but it's so useful oh it wicked is it's like a fanny pack you don't really want to be seen rocking one, but is the thing going to come in use and handy? You're Absolutely. damn right. Uh, let's see. I'm just kind of taking a look at some of the pictures from the magazines that I've got about bug out bags and you know Mags. my own research behind it. But having these go-to manuals here in front of me, it's like, oh, okay, I forgot about that. That was one of the things I wanted to mention. You know, one of the things that you that when i remember our first conversation about uh bobs were uh babs <laughs> i still think the coolest thing that you have is that reflective blanket thing oh the mylar space blankets yeah that, yeah that stuff is super cool and again super light you can't necessarily get them back into the bag that they came in but whatever but you could get a two-person mylar tent for like 10 bucks that you just throw in your bag and then a couple of like space blankets you tie those together with some duct tape and you got yourself a mylar sleeping bag or you just get like two or three of those space tents and you have a couple of sleeping bags and a tent so let's say (laughs) let's say uh let's pick a let's pick an area that you and me have like no business in okay uh Let's pick like Iran. Oh, all right, sandy Iran, area. It's, it's it's in the news right now. You know, <laughs> I'm thinking about it. There's definitely a lot of people that's probably gonna want to be getting out of there. Uh, yeah, soon. it's uh, hot, desert, and, and that regime is a little bit crazy right now. Yeah, but in my opinion. You can have your own. No, they but, they suck. I I <laughs> no, I'll, I'll just say it. They suck. I've seen pictures of what. Well, what that country was what looking they, like what back they just, in the 70s and yeah. whatnot before they switched over to the new regime and everything went downhill after that. So it's yeah, like, and that that poor uh, that poor woman that just uh, you know yeah, it's a lot of fucked up got, stuff got going on over there just because she was wearing her headdress wrong. But uh, we're not talking about that. We're talking about buy out bags now. Bags, babs. Um, <laughs> so in Iran, yep. What would your bug out bag scenario be? Oh, okay. Again, let's take a look at Iran in and of itself for the land features. It's hot. It's mostly desert. 
from what I recall. I'd have to pull up some aerial views of it, but there's a lot of desert over there. So you're going to want a lot of water. Uh, I would recommend a camel pack, a 32 mm -hmm. ounce bottle. Um, a mylar blanket system would still work because you're going to reflect the sun off of you. You're going to want light, airy clothes to protect yourself from the sun. Yeah, you don't actually want to be showing like much skin. No. If you can avoid it. Yeah, you want to uh, avoid showing as much skin as possible in the sun because, I mean, you get burnt, that just sucks the moisture out of you also. Um, yeah. What else? Which I, I found like very interesting because like when, when I saw people like, you know, traveling the deserts over there, I'm going like when I was a kid, I was like, why are they wearing like long sleeves and stuff and pants like yeah. that makes no sense and then you learn like later on that like actually it's way way better for you way safer usually the clothing is made white you know yep. to take in as little heat as possible yeah and it's, it's all very loose and thin very breathable yeah and that's one of the yeah. best things about the fabric that they use over there is the light breathable fabric it just flows i mean yep. when you look at the garb from the movies that's pretty much what they wear over there it's like that long flowy robe kind of stuff it's very loose fitting because in like the outskirts i've seen like in the cities they 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 dress pretty western yeah i mean that's that's like, more the cities know, but when you're talking out in the freaking sandiest of the sand where sand gets into cracks and places you'd never think it would get into those people dress extremely light okay you got sand in your vagina exactly and it's no fun but i mean even in even in those sandy places lots of water the food rations something to keep the sun off of you a knife something to start a fire uh probably like i would definitely say like if you know you definitely don't want to be lost out in the desert so compass, compass a map like signal yeah, mirror yeah I mean, like at least something to get you to stay in one direction yeah yeah and because if you're if you're not traveling by day and you're traveling by night this again this goes into the skill sets is learn how to read the stars Mm -hmm. you know have a watch knowing what time of day it is will also help you in terms of figuring out your location latitude and longitude i'm kind of curious about uh night creatures in iran let's see it like you know if i get anything Yeah, something else to consider, too, with a bug-out bag. Uh, when it comes to your medical kit, think about blisters, okay? Especially your feet. You're out hiking around. You get blisters on your feet. You're going to want something to wrap your feet up, all right? Uh, a good pair of gloves in your bug-out bag for cutting. Oh, excuse me. And, I mean, Def protecting your hands. To prevent infection, right? You yep. Know? Get some of that neosporin. Get like, you know, you know. When we were doing the canoe expedition, among other things out in the woods, uh, we would carry a bottle of um, hand sanitizer. So, oh, just to keep it like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Well, when you're out there and you got to take a shit, I mean, you don't have a means to wash your hands. Yeah. So, well, think about it. You don't have you don't have the <laughs> I'm means. I'm such to, a city boy. Yeah, you don't have the means to wash your hands. So after you wipe, you know, a little, take a little squirt of that stuff in your hands, and you. Dude, did you know they have bears in Iran? Uh, the northern part. <laughs> That's crazy. Well, I mean, I no it, it's a lot of desert. They have leopards. They have something called the per uh per per. Persian, Persian wild ass, which there's is a donkey. donkey. Yep. And they got cheetahs, and there's this really cute little thing, looked like a mouse, named a pika. A pika. Ooh. Yeah, I only know of the really hot, shitty areas 
all the you other know, stuff I, around that would probably be fun to go play in like in the woods I, I would imagine it's a lot like afghanistan it's like you got the really hot shitty areas and then you yeah. got a really nice mountain range it's kind of weird because i i would have just expected like a lot of uh cold-blooded animals uh is it cold-blooded right like like lizards and stuff like that those are cold-blooded right I think so. I mean, but uh, every list I'm seeing are, <laughs> is just straight up mammals. Yeah. Oh wait. Oh, it's like Iranian desert animals. Okay. So like, obviously, like this is definitely something you'd want to take in consideration when you're thinking of like, oh, I might need to bug out into the desert. Snakes. Yeah. Snakes so like all snakes. If you What's if you're talking about bugging out in the desert and snakes and scorpions, you're gonna want an anti-venom kit. Good luck yeah. getting one of those. Uh, oh yeah. Something to draw the venom out. They have those really cool plunger things now that you can put over a snake bite and draw the venom out instead of putting your mouth on it and sucking it out, which is a really which bad is idea. way safer. No, it ain't. <laughs> way way more dangerous. You like you get that stuff in your mouth and you're like, dare it, and you die. Yeah, that's brilliant. <laughs> also, something in Iran, I there's like a what? What's this? The, there's something that kind of looks like a Komodo dragon. It's called a monitor lizard. Yeah, those are bad. Those things are huge. Yeah. Uh, you also have to worry about the spiders over there, camel spiders. I don't want to think about. Oh, spiders. those things are huge. But we're we're digressing. We're getting out of the bags and talking about animals in the desert. <laughs> well, but like, but it's definitely something you want to prepare for. You know, if you're bugging out, like, obviously, like, if you you should know what kind of wildlife is going to be active at night. Yes. What kind of wildlife is going to be active in the day? Yeah. Like, if you're going to be out of civilization for like a long time, it's always always pertinent to understand what your wildlife is and prepare for. Right, that. and again talking about the bags themselves it goes into the research the development we're in the woods we're in the colder weather so we're going to pack according to that like you're talking with the desert in iran and the mountains of iran or whatever's going on over there you're you're packing appropriately i mean basically what i'm trying to say is you know obviously you can't tell anybody exactly what they need for a bug out bag nope. you can't you can tell them it's the basics because... you need a bag something for water <laughs> some food a change of clothes those are some like baseline items a headlamp a knife something to start a fire everything else is completely up to you what you decide you want to throw in but and, your and, baseline and items a, are baseline items and a big thing is like uh that uh, there's there's one phrase that i like to, to, to I mean I wear it all the time but cotton kills uh, mm, if it's wet in a winter scenario yeah absolutely cotton can kill but like yeah so like you definitely want like it, at least over here you know you'd want some like stuff that's very water repellent water resistant yeah wicks it away uh, what's really good over here is wool I know it might sound kind of crazy to think that wool would be the best way to go, but even when wool is wet, it'll keep you warm. Really? Yep. How does that work? It's. I wouldn't even be able to tell you how it works, but... Are you the one with the degrees and shit? I'm, yeah. I'm, Can you tell me? <laughs> it's something to do with the hairs themselves, the fibers themselves. It's like they can be wet and you can still be warm. It's like the insulative properties of wool. It's crazy. Hmm. I And I've even put that to the test. It's like I've had uh, different kinds of wool throughout my military career. And then uh, some of that synthetic wool blend on the outside. And yeah, it definitely kept my feet nice and toasty warm. Even when they were sopping wet from sweat. That's crazy. I wouldn't. I wouldn't I, uh, recommend having wet feet, though. Regardless, in any situation, because you could get swamp foot, and if it's cold, you can get wicked frostbite. Mm -hmm. So, keep dry feet. Definitely have dry yeah. feet. Basically, the idea about a bug out bag is like looking at your surroundings, understanding 
where what is around you and preparing for those scenarios yeah prepare for those scenarios how long do you plan on being away that's the other thing is like a bug out bag is you're bugging out for a set amount of time you're you're depending on going home and then as i put down in the show notes here is the inch bag which is the i'm never coming home bag. that's going to be something that is bigger heavier and you're you're gone that's it your your home is gone or you are leaving and never going home yeah bug out scenarios like you were saying at the at the beginning it's it's a lot like most of the time it's going to be weather yeah related you know it's not like uh, the police are trying to find you right that 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 would be like an inch bag well yeah well th- don't you, put it like that because then you it's like oh i've got an inch bag ready to go don't do things that make the the police want to find you (laughs) exactly but even at that point i mean just having an inch bag is a good idea because even i mean look at the hurricane that just happened you have an inch bag you're never going home because guess what you don't have a house to go home to yep or like or like let's say like the, the war in Ukraine right now, Russia is yeah, those people now considering nuclear attack. So you might want an inch bag in that Yeah, you, you're never going home because you may not have a home to go home to. Yeah. So that, there's definitely situations. So this is less like a bug out bag and more just bags in general episode. It, yeah, in a way. I mean, yeah. You're still talking about bugging out, and I think that's the biggest thing. Is like, your bag is dependent on the bug out scenario. Yeah, and it's, if it, you have, every if, if you different. don't have it, you don't have it. You're gonna have to figure out a way to make do without, or mm-hmm. you have it and you have it on you all the time. And that's why I was saying it's like whatever your everyday carry is, that could end up being your bug out bag. Absolutely. And on that note, it is time for Expedition Funds, everybody. Expedition Funds. Expedition Funds. Now, obviously, uh, you know, if you want to talk to us, give us some tips and pointers. We are very new to the podcast game. So uh, feel free to add us on Twitter at uh, Modern Survival P. P is for podcast. P is for podcast. Uh, we have a Patreon available. Patreon forward uh, for Patreon.com forward slash Modern Survival. Uh, if you want to donate, we have a dollar tier currently right there, and uh, and that tier just you get early access to episodes. Yeah, and who knows? <coughs> maybe we'll throw up some of these videos on there too, so you can see our lovely faces as we discuss bug out bags. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> our uh, our. Beautiful, beautiful mugs. Or let me let me throw these two things up on the screen: the orange and the black books. My my field notes. I'll pull mm-hmm. that one up too. My my red notebook, the field notes. Oh, I even have yeah, well, pictures on the back of this. Nice. It won't be just early episodes. It will be also like you know visual material. Yeah. So, uh, you know, in episodes where we talk about a certain thing for a long time maybe something in his field notes will have pictures up there available for you as well so as far as our expedition funds um what do you have to promote today i I, that was (laughs) i'm just promoting us you're like the big guy i'm the podcaster you're 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 like the the actual dude that actually no shit. okay well uh as far as promotion goes i had spoken of the battle of the branches fishing tournament i think uh at least with you offline and maybe once when we were first trying to get this going and episode zero turned into the last episode um i got word that i'm going to be going down to arkansas november 11th to the 13th to kick off that fishing tournament and oh awesome yeah. So when when sorry, when was the date again? Uh, November eleventh to the thirteenth. I'm gonna be going down to Arkansas to kick off Battle of the Branches fishing tournament, and then that's gonna help with the voluntold vet getting trek with a vet and all of the stuff that I'm working on up here to open up classes and uh, take people out into the woods. 
on expedition funds, we always like to remind you, please support your troops in any way possible, because Lord knows the government ain't supporting shit. Exactly. And when you're working with veterans or the troops in general, uh, you're learning things that you will not learn elsewhere. So. Absolutely. All right. So, out of expedition funds, we are. Yes. We're, we're back to bags. bags. Now, with, with, with bug out bags in general, do you, do you, do you uh, advise, like, the molly webbing bags, or do you do regular bags? Well, it, it kind of goes down to comfort. Um, look at your adult torso sizes in inches. And that'll determine the size of the pack that you're allowed to carry comfortably, okay? Now, for me, uh, I'm a small guy. My torso is anywhere from 16 to 19 inches, so I'd be carrying a small to medium-sized bag. Uh, I've used the Molly System bags. They're great. My go-to bag is an Alice pack. Uh, it's because it was what I used in the military, you know? I can fit a lot of stuff in it. I know how to load it out appropriately. But the bag that I would really like to get, and I've been eyeballing this for a while now, is the Camelback Motherload. It is a 37 liter with a 3 liter reservoir. Uh, and it's got a bunch of Molly attachment spots on it. It's got Okay, I'm seeing this bag now. Yeah. And they have different styles. Like I'm, I'm looking at another one, J Tech Gear Hercules Operation Backpack. It's similar to the Camelback Motherload, but it's a different style layout. Uh, and then you have like your Ospreys, which is your uh, backpackers backpack, like when you're going mm -hmm. out into the mountains and stuff. So. It depends on you. What mm -hmm. what are you loading out? Uh, how big a bag do you really want to use? What are you carrying in that bag? Is everything going to fit? Can you stack stuff inside of it? You know. So obviously stuff like messenger bags would not be a good idea. Or sling bags. Oh, sling probably. bags. Sling bags. Surprisingly enough, you could fit a lot of stuff into that, but that would be more of your everyday carry. If you're looking for something yeah. long term, I would go with at least a 37 liter, uh, or maybe even something a little bigger like a 45 liter. But I wouldn't yep. get too much further than that because at that point you're just carrying extra weight to carry weight. Yep. You know, and and like not only that, but like also depending on your situation in a bug out scenario, you might be gone for a couple of days. Yeah. And if you have like something like a messenger bag or a sling bag or something like that, you're you're dealing with weight completely on one side of your body versus the, you know, an even distribution of weight. So, yep. It, it's definitely something that you want to consider. Yeah. A, a good solid backpack with an internal frame is the way most people are going. Uh, my Alice pack is external frame. I prefer that because I like the little bit of airspace between my back and the bag itself. Having the bag resting on my back, my back gets wicked sweaty. It starts to chafe and, and it, like I get angry. <laughs> I get angry wicked fast with shit like that it makes uh, sense but i would recommend honestly i would recommend any internal frame bag if, as long as it's comfortable and it fits you appropriately and you load it out the right way any of those bags are going to work out great for you and then it's also dependent how much money do you really want to spend on it because i mean that mother load backpack that i was talking about uh, at the time of the writing of this magazine, it was 235 bucks for that mother load. And then this JTEC was 141 Okay. See, I'm looking at the mother load and I'm seeing it for like 289 290 Ugh, price of inflation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, let's see, this Dirter Futura 32, $140 bucks. 129 bucks for an Osprey Stratos 34. 
you know, they got North Face bags in this magazine, Oakley bag. Again, it's all size dependent, what's comfortable, what you can load into it. You know, I really like this JTEC gear, though. I think, if anything, yeah. I would go with that one. <laughs> so, also, I'm, uh, there's, like, a lot of people, like, say... Some people are, like, super for it. Some people are super against it. But mm -hmm. uh, I've seen a lot of, like, you know, back and forth about, like, actually having hydration rigs. The inside. camel packs? Yeah, yeah. Like, like having its own separate... Like, there's definitely some bags that have, you know, hydration things in there. And then there's some people that say you should always have things separate. And some people say you should bring this whole, like, thing that... The, this rig this camel pack scenario yeah you know what what's your preference well i have a camel pack i absolutely frigging love it i would say if you're not if you're gonna have a camel pack it would be better on the outside of the pack and this is my preference it would be better on the outside of the pack hanging on the bag itself like on a molly system again personal preference i've had the bags inside but i always wonder if something happens to me and that bag punctures everything inside that backpack is now going to get wet oh yeah that's a good idea um, yeah and, and that's also kind of against the bags that have its own hydration system built into the bag itself. Well, those bags are typically right up against your back also. So your mm -hmm. bag is... Okay, so your backpack, then you got the backpack layer that's up against your back, and then your water bladder is inside a pouch inside, like right there to your back. So all the heat that's coming off of your back is now radiating into that water bladder too. Granted... They have a lot of good insulation on them now, but that's another one of those things that I think about. It's like you're radiating that heat into that camel pack. And what's what's your what's your preference on like so I know that warm water, like warm temperature water actually hydrates you quicker. Yeah, it hydrates you better. But uh You can go into shock from drinking too cold water. Yep. But like like what's 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 like when you're out there since you go on these excursions i drink i drink warm would you water. Ra would you rather have <laughs> warm water or would you rather have water that stayed cool i would like cool water preferably i mean i'm not saying ice cold water but if it was a couple of degrees colder than you know tap water yeah i mean that I, thing... I, I think i would rather something a little cooler to just kind of cool me down from the inside than drinking just there's something about warm water just doesn't go down right if it tastes like plastic <laughs> I, I could imagine so no i don't have to imagine because I've, I've had warm water yeah and it's pretty I, gross i, I don't I, I don't mind warm water but if i could get cool water not ice cold water i would prefer cool water yeah absolutely and so that's definitely something you need to think about. Yep. You know, and me personally, like on all three of my bug out bags, I have Molly webbing systems. The whole bag is like covered in it because if I ever like realize, oh, wait, I should add something and I don't have enough room in the bag, I can always get an attachment. Yeah. And the best part, carabiners, man, those carabiners yep. just clip clip right to those Molly rings and you're all set. Yep. Or if you can find the uh, actual Molly attachments, they have the Velcro that you weave through. You Velcro bit off. Yeah, and then you like, yeah, I've seen how those things work. And They're a pain I, in the I, ass. I, I, <laughs> I, yeah, it looks like a pain in the ass to set up, but once you, you have it in there, it's like freaking sturdy as fuck. Oh, yeah. It's not going anywhere. Oh yeah, it's basically it just basically becomes part of the bag yep. at that point. You don't want to like... you never want to take it off once it goes on unless it's an absolute dire emergency that you got to swap it out for something else. Mm -hmm. So if you if if you get in a Molly system, keep that in mind. Once it goes on, you probably don't want to take it off. So put it on appropriately where you 
primarily going to want to use it. And for bug out bags in general, mm -hmm. like, how do I phrase this? Um, <laughs> this is, do you, this do is you, a really good question. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's like, how, how uh, just for lack of a better way to, to, to phrase it, um, and uh, just how necessary do you think they even are? Bug out bags? Yeah. In a practical aspect, I, God, man, you're really stretching my imagination here. Um, I, most people don't have them. It's not something that people think about. It really isn't. I yeah. think about it because of where I've been and the things that I've done. I've always been prepared in that aspect. If I, but I mean, but like for, but for your everyday, necessary. It, I wouldn't say it's a hundred percent necessary. I, I wouldn't. It's it's I, a I would good thing probably to have, say, but it's not. I'd probably say it's like thirty percent necessary. De depending on where you live like like in where we are currently in in our location is there's there's very few natural disasters <laughs> i i say that lovingly <laughs> um okay you might be right <laughs> we get really nasty snowstorms i think that's pretty much the gist of it yeah, I don't think by... we've had a hurricane in a while that's been really devastating. We've had. A I remember couple there of was the hurricane in 2011. I think it was where like the entirety of Route Two got washed out. Yeah, but that's like the last natural disaster I remember. Like we we've had a few tornadoes, but like they weren't like they weren't like the Southern Belt tornadoes. No, I mean we've had we've had tornadoes. We've had some earthquakes. We've had hurricanes our our greatest natural disaster that we have at any given point is a snowstorm in the winter yeah and but even like, at that point you're pretty much stuck as it is yeah. <laughs> i mean unless if you you know you want to go snowshoeing so obviously like for us it's not too practical for for somebody who lives in florida yeah it's you it's might want to have that you might want i think that shoots up to like 90 percent. i would say so for somebody who lives in California, ninety percent. What it was definitely, you know, you're, you're, earthquake city you're, out there. Yeah, you're dealing with a lot of things. I mean, granted, the 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 building foundations, like they're they're a lot smarter about how they build buildings over there now. They don't make rigid structures; they make structures that actually wobble. Yeah, a little bit, so it can actually absorb some of the uh, the kinetic energy. But, um, you know, it's definitely it's. Bug out bags is very personal, you know. It's it's for me. I like just being ready. Yeah, and that's how I am too. It's like I would yeah. rather be ready and have it than not ready and need it. Mm -hmm. That's like it's, like it's like open carry or concealed carry. I'd rather have a firearm and not need it than need it and not have it. Yeah, like for for instance, uh, I live like just to give you an example. I live in a condo complex. Yep. And uh, and in my condo complex, there's three buildings and like that are all attached to each other, and each in each of those buildings, there's four condos, right? And I'm on the far side on the left. The middle building in July caught fire. Ooh. And so my building didn't even catch fire, but it caught fire, but. It affected the entirety of the buildings. Like so, I've actually been out of my house since July 18th. That sucks. It is, it is currently October 4th, mm. and uh, and hopefully I'm getting in soon. But uh, but it's been it's been a long time. But what I really enjoyed in that circumstance was when I realized I couldn't live there right away. I had a bug out bag just sitting there that just had a, just a bunch of like, you know, stuff that I use a lot of the time, extra stuff. And, and I just took that along with me. And I, I've had to go back for a few things because originally <coughs> we were, I was supposed to be gone for like a week. Right. But now I'm months out. So I've had to go back for a few things, but I was able to take a majority of my stuff, just kind of any stuff that I would need. Like I had like a toothbrush. Yep. It had, you know, a uh, uh, shampoo, conditioner. Yeah, and that's uh, actually something you know. uh, 
I'm glad you mentioned that because as I'm looking through this magazine, one of the things that I have in my everyday carry, baby wipes or toilet paper. Yep. And like no no word of a lie, man. I I've been out in the woods and it's like, "Oh, I got to poop." <laughs> you know. I got to shit. Exactly. You're like, "Oh, I really have to go to the bathroom." So if you don't have toilet paper or baby wipes, poop in your pants and that sucks <laughs> I, 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 mm -mm. Nope. I mean i don't care i, I I'll, I'll risk I the won't. leaf i, I well using a leaf is kind of the though i, I though i have <laughs> uh i do have the added bonus of not being allergic to poison ivy yeah screw so. you <laughs> so I, I never have to have that itchy asshole experience that i know some people have had yeah that's no bueno, man. No bueno. You've had it, didn't you? I've had did poison you, ivy. I, I'm lucky I have Did you have it on your butthole? No. I don't want it on my butthole. I well, would, who would want it on their butthole? I don't know, but sure I, you know, I guess me. <laughs> I guess people get their kicks all kinds of ways. Yeah. But you know, That's for another episode for somebody else's show. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's for our much later episode when we've run out of ideas. BDSM and survival. <laughs> yeah. What gets well, your let's rocks off? Oh. Yeah, let's. Uh, your safe <laughs> word needs to be something very now. Uh, anyways, wow, bug out bags but, to itchy buttholes, crazy. <laughs> yeah, you're you're listening to a diverse podcast here, folks, yeah. and it is. Uh, you know, we hope it's entertaining for you. Uh, you know, uh, we we try I'm sure to stay on topic. Some of this stuff, we we try to stay on topic where we can. But obviously, this is a conversation just like you would have a conversation with your friends. There's digressions all the time. Oh yeah. But yeah, so it, just know that if it's, it's it is always better to be prepared. You know. Yes. It, and and I think that's just something that. In such modern day society, we, we just take for granted that all of our meat we get from supermarkets, all of our vegetables we get from supermarkets. Yeah, most of us don't even know how to grow our own food anymore, let alone yeah. like prepare our own meat. Some some of my friends don't even know how to cook. That's you know? sad. Yeah. That is know, like they, they anybody they like that doesn't literally know how get to cook. pizza every night. Okay, honestly, I'm gonna say it fucking anybody who disagrees with me come and find me and i'll punch you in the throat um if you can't cook by the time you're 20 it's just you're a waste of fucking life i'm sorry you you just suck at life <laughs> learn how to cook there's more than just pizza and goddamn ramen noodles make yourself some i don't know chicken pizza and, and ramen steak. noodles are really good you know Dude, Try some vegetables. Roast your vegetables. Like a little bit of oil. Put them in the oven for a little bit with your steak while it's cooking. And like, stop living on crap. Yeah. <laughs> you, you heard it here first, folks. Yeah. No, I really doubt you heard it here first. No. But either way. <laughs> you heard me say it. I'll punch you in the throat if you don't know how to cook by the time you're 20. You just like, I was cooking full freaking blown meals by the time I was like 11 years old. I'd get a so, phone call, and my dad's like, I'm on my way home. Get the chicken ready. Well, how do I do that? Light the oven. Well, what are you talking about? I'm scared I'm going to blow it. Shut up and do it. Okay. And I'd have chicken dinner by the time dad gets home. <laughs> so the thing uh, here is this is kind of towards the end of the episode, oh, Germs. Yeah. I'm starting you to lose have, it a little. <laughs> do you have any uh, any any more things you would want, like to add? Uh, as far as like bug out bags, I think we've covered pretty much everything. Let me look at the show notes here real quick. Come on, I lost my show notes. Who oh, no. uh, Don't worry, I got it. Okay, got so it right what are bug out bags? We talked about that. Why are they important? They're important because it's always better to be prepared than not. What goes into it? We discussed some of those things. Right size bug out bag for you is based on your size and what you're looking to carry. Uh, what's the difference between your everyday carry bug out bag and an inch bag and why it matters? We discussed that yep. and general discussion about bug out bags and other bags plus our, you know, BSDM and, with yeah. and poison. Here's, <laughs> here's actually a, a good idea. The one, one last thing is know your measurements. Yes. There. The, 
out, you can buy clothes, and the, for women they have like size one, two, three, four, five, and like for men we have like inches, thirty-two waist, and it's not even in inches. You know, I'm a thirty-six in pants, but like I bought a thirty-six inch pair of pants, like waist size, when when I was on Amazon one time. Yeah, and I did, and I actually checked it. It was thirty-six inches. I was not thirty-six inches. <laughs> All right, I was much, much more, but. Um, big boy yeah but uh but yeah so knowing your measurements is definitely important when you're definitely considering all these things yeah knowing your strengths knowing your weaknesses do you work out a lot yeah that's the other thing is like if you're gonna have a bug out bag you and you know you're gonna have to be walking walk around with that bug out bag on your shoulders i mean when i was in the military one of the things that we had to do was hike to and from the pt field with 40 plus pounds on our back you you're gonna have to get used to it suck it up and do the work put that thing on your back and go out for a few days worth of hiking you know walk around your block a few times get used to that weight get used to how it feels and you'll start to figure out okay maybe i don't need that because even even ounces you could get down to like this is two ounces too heavy and you take it out and that makes the world a difference yeah i mean good everybody has good call. different situ everyone especially like you know shoulders and everything like that yep everybody has different um what, what do i want to say uh it's like body shape your body shape body is shape or yeah, why can't I think about it? What's what's it like when you drink and like you don't get drunk because you drink so much? Oh, oh, damn it! Resistance? Uh, yeah, your body's uh, resistant to certain things, but yeah, like some people resiliency. Resi- yeah, either way, but yeah, you know, some people can handle a lot more weight on their back. Yep. Some people's shoulders are built different. Yep. Some. Uh, then that goes know. into your exercise too. It's like I can carry. 80 pounds on my back do i want to absolutely freaking not yeah you you could listen to us talk about this all day but in the end it's really going to be you yeah that makes the choice makes the makes the right decision and makes the best informed decision by knowing stuff like your measurements yeah how much weight you can take what your skill sets yeah do you have a bad back? Like, you know, like, think about that stuff before you go, oh, I need to pack it through full of shit. Yeah. All right. So. Yay. Modern Survival. Yeah, buddy. Signing off, guys. Fuck yeah. That was. You have a wonderful day. You too. Cheers. Ah. Bye. Bye.